That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review. I have done my weekly review in the form of a meow, meow review. And uh, I'm going these days with my my evolving organized workflow. There you go. Because extraordinary was like sort of cute, but evolving is more accurate in what I'm doing with my own version of a weekly to-do, I mean a weekly review. So I think the nice thing about that E being an adjective is that it can change every time, too. It can be like <laughs> enervating or effervescent or <laughs> educational. That's true. So it's evolving, and I um, am pleased with that. Okay. Well, and uh, I have kind of done a weekly review. I've I, well, I looked through all of my active projects. So yes, yes, I have done a <laughs> weekly review. So shall we talk about our weekly to dos? Yes. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. And what's, uh, what was your weekly to-do, and did you do it? I think I did not update my weekly to-do last week, and I still had this uh, Capital One project, which requires a phone call. So, therefore, it didn't, I did not hop on it. And also, it's not, it's not like a make-or-break issue to straighten out today or this week or even this month. Um, but... I didn't, so I didn't do it again, but I did get some other banking done. So that was, you know, had to go into the bank, which I prefer to calling them up. So So I did do a bank-related task. So does that count? Sure. Why not? (laughs) We're, again, we're non-judgmental here at the Weekly Review. (laughs) And again, the Weekly To-Do is, you know, meant to give us some focus on a to-do item, but as we've seen over time, sometimes, you know, things juggle around and change and what's most important isn't necessarily most important uh, just minutes or days later. So um, whatever, <laughs> as long as you got something done, that's that counts for me. Um, OK, good. And uh, my weekly to do, I think, was a carryover, which was to um Go Oh, to process uh, an accumulation of both email and physical mail that uh, mm-hmm. and try to get myself to inbox zero. Um, turns out that's more of a project than a to do. Um, but 
on the email front, I did manage to winnow things down from about 3,700 emails in my inbox down to just under 500. So that's a big, wow. a big jump. Um, and, you know, of course, I'm still going to be working to get that back down to zero. Um, that's been uh, kind of satisfying to do. Um, I think that's just going to continue being my weekly to do. Um, it just might as well just crank through it, get it done. Excellent. So what we were going to talk about today is uh, just – just less than an hour ago, uh, Apple wrapped up their uh, fall iPhone announcements. And so yes. we were going to uh, chat about our favorite productivity slash anti-productivity device, the iPhone. <laughs> and yes. all of the ancillary announcements about the Apple Watch yes. and what have you. First of all, are you are you? Uh, well, should we just talk through them in order? Yeah, why not? Um, so I was uh, impressed <laughs> with everything and the order and how how long it took them to get to the iPhone, but it made sense. Yes, well, you know, you gotta you want to save the closer for last. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I I thought the new. Apple Watches, they're definitely segmenting the market more with this new Ultra. Yeah. Um, I have to say the Ultra is not for me. Just watching the videos of people <laughs> running through the desert and climbing Mount Lake, I was exhausted just watching the video. So oh, no. I don't really need that. I thought it was interesting. There was like a there's like a start stop button on the watch yes you know, so if you want to do uh heats or legs or whatever they're called the yeah i'm with you i was watching that stuff and i'm thinking i can't think of the barest rationalization why i would need this um but it, the only one i could come up with is i do a lot of dog walking that's my big mm -hmm. ultra activity and um, I do use the watch, you know, to track my outdoor walk, but dogs are on their own agenda and doing their thing. And sometimes I get frustrated because it cuts into my pace, my walking pace, because if I have to wait for dogs to do their sniffing around and the other mm -hmm. stuff they do. And I thought, ooh, if I could like divide, segment these, <laughs> the walk. As I go to from the walking parts, from the sniffing parts, maybe I could, uh, you know, get a true view of my walking pace, which is not that fast. So really, I don't need this watch. I know that. The other, um, I mean, I I found something interesting about it. That extra button being one of them, um, and then I was like. You, you couldn't just add an extra button to the regular watch too. Like that would be useful in Why general, <laughs> but um, well, cause sometimes there are things like it is, it can be a little bit of a pain to start a workout on the regular watch. Um, but like it's a few steps or whatever, like UI steps, not walking steps. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the other thing is that it's, it's big. 
Um, yeah. So it's it's almost twice as heavy as not that you know the Apple Watch is super heavy, but it is bulkier. So it's about fifty percent thicker than the regular Apple Watch, and it's heavier. And since I probably won't yeah. use the features on it, I think I'm just a regular, regular plain old Apple Watch person. Um, but uh, it looks very cool. And definitely for folks who need that stuff, I think it's going to be. And then I think some folks will just buy it because, you know, people seem to love chunky watches. Like yeah. just in general, people see there seems to be a. People like a big a big watch, um, but I will be upgrading. Um, I had skipped the Series Seven because last year was just a bigger screen, which didn't really do it for me. At least this year, I get temperature sensing, so body temperature. Yeah. Um, so you know, a new a new health sensor. I'll pony up for that. And um, also, it's been two years since I got a watch, so all right. Um, the AirPods Pro is – oh, before I move on, um, how about you and the other watch options? What were your thoughts? Um, well, I think it's cool. They called it the Ultra. That um, <laughs> That's a little bit of a selling point right there. But um, like you, I, I haven't upgraded. Actually, I have the 5 right now. So I had been thinking it's about time for me to – make the jump to whatever the next, what they do next, kind of regardless. Um, and because I, you know, the longer you wait, the more things you get. Mm -hmm. you That's true. So I don't have the pulse, pulse ox um, feature now. And, um, and I enjoy having a record of, you know, various health indicators that come through my watch. And so, Yes, I will upgrade. Um, well, that's good. And the crash detection looks very potentially useful also. Yeah. The one thing, the theme, the major theme from this this year, one of the major themes to, seems to be a lot of people getting into crashes and being lost out in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. Lost. <laughs> I And I have been in car accidents before, but I have to admit I've – I've yet to be stranded in the middle of nowhere yet. Um, oh, yeah. But now with my with my new Apple devices, <laughs> I can be even more foolhardy than ever before. Um, no, I think yeah. they're I think these are good good things and and having safety features. Um, it just uh, there seemed to be a lot of of that um, in various different features this year yeah. oh the airpods pro so yeah. i bought them in 2019 when they were first introduced um i found Same. i i find and still find um the noise canceling especially for just in-ear ear earbuds um is pretty mm -hmm. pretty amazing um so i will definitely be ordering a new pair um my my Current pair is just fine. It's just if the new ones are better, that notion of the the adaptive transparency where you can hear mm -hmm. what's going on around you, but it'll dull out things like construction noise or um, 
maybe screaming babies on an airplane. I don't know if that counts. Um, But that would, uh, I think those are uh, probably worth the the price of an upgrade. And um, that spatial kind of where you can use the, the facial scanner on your phone to take mm-hmm. pictures of the, your ears and your head so it has better spatial audio. That seems very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm still a little bit uh, freaked out by spatial audio. <laughs> I was using it today. I mean, it was as I was watching with my AirPods Max and watching on my iPad, and I thought, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm listening through these AirPods, but boy, it really doesn't feel like it. It feels like the sound is coming from over here, and I know that's what spatial audio is. And um, it never occurred to me, you know, before they introduced it, that I would need to have this kind of enhancement, like watch, like whatever. But <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. Eventually, I'll get used to it. I'm sure. Yes, and I think the. Um well, and you don't have to turn on spatial audio, right? No, you can turn it off. You can turn it off. I have to admit that I don't I tend to I tend to have headphones on as little as possible in general. Mm-hmm. Um like even back in the age-old days of the Walkman, I never really enjoyed walking around with headphones on. Um because I like I always feel very disconnected from my surroundings and then my over the ear headphones, my ears get hot. So, um, I pretty much have them on for this podcast and then on planes, I'll, I'll put the AirPod pro in with the noise canceling. Um, but, uh, so I don't really experience a lot of spatial audio, even though it's out there. Um, but I think, uh, that'll be, Again, I think, you know, it's a nice, oh, and then the, I think the fact that you can have your, the case can chirp at you when you lose it. Yes. (laughs) That's a good thing too. Finally, is what is, that's going to be great. Yeah. I've been wanting new AirPods Pro just because I, I use them so much. I mean, it's, it's almost, I don't know if it's a toss up, but probably after the iPhone, um, the AirPods Pro is something that I'm often got in my ears and I'm using, um, throughout the day, even around the house because I live in a noisy corner and uh, I like to hear things without the construction noise or the buses going by or whatever. And so, so I was very excited and. I did love just all the little, um, the the little demonstrations of the chip inside the AirPod and. <laughs> oh, I always like love that. their graphics. Yes, it's yeah. always, and the, you know, they moved they moved the little intakes where the sound comes in for better noise canceling. Oh, and the volume. Oh the yes, volume I'm sorry. Control. That might be my favorite <laughs> thing. I forgot about it completely, yeah. but. That is the one thing that I've been missing is being able to adjust the volume without having to go fiddle with, you know, the phone or, or the watch. Um, being able to just kind of do it right on your ear is going to be – it'll be game-changing. My life will never be the same again. <laughs> 
No, but it'll be very convenient I mean, and useful. Yeah. yeah. When they first introduced AirPods, they said, oh, you can change the volume with Siri. <laughs> right. And you can. I-, I use it sometimes when I'm really desperate. <laughs> but Siri is not really ideal for – that's a lot of – chit-chat with Siri just to turn the volume down. Well, especially you're sitting on an airplane, you know, and you're like, (laughs) Siri, volume up. It's like just what the whole reason I have earphones in in the first place in part is to not annoy the people around me with what's playing on my device. (laughs) So now I have to talk to my device to control it. It's just not. No. Um but yeah, I missed the little clicky uh, volume up and volume down that they used to have on the the wired headphones way back right. when, back when that was a thing. Um, but so yeah, this will be very nice. And I think you and I are both iPhone Pro people, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we're let's, iPhone pros. <laughs> I, what's interesting this year is it seems like the plain old iPhone didn't get that much new, did it? Except for the satellite stuff. Um, didn't it get some camera stuff that it didn't have before? It did get some camera stuff. Um, you can tell how much, since we're iPhone Pro people, we don't, we don't even pay attention to that part. <laughs> That's the part where we get up and go for another cup of coffee. That's right. Um <laughs> It got some some things, but I think it didn't get a new version of the chip, right? Mm, I think, I'm not sure. We, yes. Uh, for our listeners who want the plain old iPhone, we recommend visiting other podcasts. Because <laughs> we clearly didn't – we clearly missed the mark in paying attention yeah, to that section. Yeah. We do not claim to – this is not a tech podcast. This is what Gene and James are going to do over the next week. And that's that's right. Order new iPhones. Um, iPhone Pros. And we're going to have to talk about the color situation and uh, what else? What's the color oh. situation? Which color are you going to get? The, are you going to get black again? The black one. I always get the black mm. one. I used to always get the black one, but I have the blue one right now for the 13, and the purple looked intriguing, and the truth is it's going in a case um, most right away, so after a while I won't remember what color iPhone I have. Yes, and that's same for me. It, mine, I used to not keep mine in a case, but now I do. And so it almost doesn't matter what color the iPhone is because um, mm-hmm. I don't see it anyway. But uh, but for me, that almost more speaks towards getting a neutral color and it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, but the original iPhone was black, so that's the right color for an iPhone. <laughs> Clearly. Um, uh, uh, excuse me. The original iPhone was mostly silver. That's true. Well, it was, it was the the back it was, was bl- black, it, right? No, it was silver on the back with a black section where the supposedly the, the cellular ah, bit was. Yes, and then the front it had a black, um, you know, 
framing of the screen, but it was had a little silver, you know, lining around it because that's what it was. The color of the case was mostly silver. Gotcha. So, I might be thinking of the iPhone 3G, which yeah, was mostly black. I had but that. yeah, that was um, like black plastic. Anyway. But but purple was nowhere in sight on either of those models. <laughs> Not that I care. No, purple is a perfectly lovely color for an iPhone. Um, that new um, Dynamic Island looks interesting. <laughs> I thought Dynamic Island was a new Apple TV series. <laughs> I think it is. Show. It's a reality show. You, which notifications get voted off the island? Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but that seemed like an interesting way to use that spot where if you're going to have a big black intrusion on your screen, turning it into kind of the UI anyway is interesting. Um, so I thought that was clever and it'll be interesting to see that in practice. And plus, it's just fun to talk about, you know, your private dynamic island. Um <laughs> The new camera looks interesting. Yes. With I'm the, looking forward to that. The quad pixel hypersonic overdrive, photonic engine overdrive. <laughs> okay. Photonic, photonic engine sounds like something that the doctor on Star Trek Voyager would make up to threaten his enemies. <laughs> That's the true. The photonic engine, engine would put it into overdrive yeah. and... Um, with the quad pixel sensors, and yeah. to me, the mo out of that, the practical thing that I noticed last year, they added the the three x optical zoom. And what yeah. I found in usage is that I like being able to zoom in further sometimes. So having three x is fine, is good. But I found that in mm -hmm. terms of framing things up day-to-day, -day, mm -hmm. very often 2x is the zoom that I end up trying to get to anyway. Okay. So it seems like now we get an optical 2x because it'll use it'll use the regular number or the old number of pixels in this giant sensor to give us a 2x photo with the same resolution that we used to get with the 2X telephoto, if I'm understanding yeah. what I saw correctly. Um, but it's also nice because it looks like there'll be a preset for 2X, which is something I was I almost like filed some feedback to ask for, even without like it being an optical solution. Um, mm -hmm. So that's good. Um, I, I'm assuming I'll take, like the pictures will turn out marginally better than last year. Um, yeah. Just like, just like the year before. Well, I'm interested, you know, you and I talked about this uh, a few weeks ago, just offline about, um, you know, cropping a photo and how would, would the resolution, you know, how good would it look, you know, if you say you take a photo of somebody and then you want to use um, a crop of it for, say, a, a profile photo, somebody's face. And I got the impression from what they were talking about today 
that it will be a little bit better, this, you know, with this phone. So. Yes. Um, well, in essence, the 2X, it's as if you took a very high-resolution picture and cropped it to 2X, and you mm-hmm. end up with the same resolution that you used to have in a regular iPhone photo was my understanding. So, yeah, that seems to be um, – uh, Yeah, and now we're at the edges of both of our photography knowledge, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My photography knowledge is such as that um, I do like getting the new iPhones because I like the photos that I get with them, and I do not spend money on other cameras, so I feel I can rationalize, you know, iPhone upgrades more often than I used to. But also, I'm in the Apple payment plan, which means I have the option every year of turning the phone in and getting the new one, you know, and increasing my monthly loan payments for another 12 months. And I'm finally just giving in to the system realizing I'm not going to question it anymore. (laughs) I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to sit there and think, maybe I'll hold on to this for another year, then I'll sell it, and then whatever. I just want the new phone when it comes out. And I also, I mean, this is another reason why it doesn't really matter to me what color I get um, so much, because I used to get black because I felt it would be easier to resell. I see. Or, you know, and now... I mean, I never sell them. I just give them back to Apple. Makes sense. Um, And then the other thing was the always-on screen. Oh, yeah. That's going to be interesting. Agreed. I mean, I, I uh, I will give that a try, but I also feel that's an attention you know, grabber, no matter how much they dim it, that I already feel like the phone grabs my attention, you know, more than I would like. And so I don't, I'll give it a try, but I have a feeling I'm going to turn that off pretty quickly. I also will give it a try. I also, um, that's also a a good use case for the putting the phone face down on the table. Um, Yeah. I'm sure that, you know, with it turned off, the battery life will increase also. Um, I will also, I, I will definitely give it a try. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely a completely different way of, I, I've gotten used to it on the watch. Um, but there you might want to glance to look at the time. I guess that would be the same on the phone. Um, but it's also smaller and it's not, it's you know you you typically are glancing at it intentionally. It's not drawing your attention. Whereas yeah, I could definitely yeah. see it being a distraction on the on the phone. Um, yeah. But I will give it a try. I have been using my watch in theater mode pretty much twenty four seven because I want it to last longer. I don't want to charge it that often and. Also, um, you know, I use it for sleep tracking, Mm -hmm. so you have to turn on sleep, sorry, turn on theater mode, or else your watch is going to just keep 
waking you up all night. So I got used to it, you know, to the I have to tap it to get anything to happen. But, um, yeah, we'll see. The one thing I've always wished with the phone, which is one reason I like the watch a lot, is that the piece of information I'm most looking for casually is the weather. And getting the weather on the lock screen um, right. is something I'm looking forward to. Yes, I agree. Um, I always look at my phone for the weather, especially the current temperature. Um, yes. The um, oh, just as a as a hint, um, if you have if you set up your uh, sleep focus, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. automatically turns on. Uh, the same as theater mode, so that if you have oh, sleep focus turned on, your watch dims automatically. In fact, your watch, you have to like do all sorts of, you have to like spin the knob to get it to come on. It's actually kind of a pain. Right. Um, but, um, but that's uh, something that you could do instead of always having it in theater mode if that's since that was one of your use cases. Um, Another thing that I do is that I keep around an old Apple Watch to put on Mm -hmm. at night so Mm -hmm. to do the sleep tracking so that I I call it Night Watch. Um, (laughs) Um, That's its name, Night Watch. Um, The one pain is that then you have to update two watches like every time there's a software update, which can be a pain because – because it always wants to do it at night when you're asleep, but I have it on when I'm asleep. And then it, anyway, um, that's the one little glitchy. But other than that, it works pretty well being able to switch. And I put it on the opposite wrist so that, you know, gives my gives one wrist an opportunity to air out a little instead, <laughs> of, instead of having a band on it 24-7. Um, but those are kind of a couple things that I do that um, – may or may not uh, be useful to you, but uh, that does work for me. So, yeah, when I get the new watch, my current watch will become night watch, and then I'll retire. The current night watch will become drawer watch. Um, (laughs) Backup watch. That's right. Um, Excellent. Well, I think that covers – well – except for us, you know, going on our, our wild uh, uh, weekly review uh, adventures into the wilderness where we, <laughs> where we need our satellite backup. Um, <laughs> we would be using the hell out of that satellite SOS. We would be. If we went to those places. <laughs> We'd be like, help. Uh, I can't, this, this wasn't. I don't even have a project for this, for getting rescued. It's a multi-step process. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I also wonder, like, is there an additional charge for that? There didn't seem to be. Even though you can also huh. use it to, like, ping people who are tracking you in Find My. Hmm. Like they said, in less dire circumstances, so I don't know. Like, how is Apple like just springing for the satellite usage? Maybe. Maybe that's nice of them. I mean, the watch is 
Well, I guess it's a, not just on the watch. I don't know. We'll, I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah, I'm sure. The people whose job it is to, to take dig these into things. these things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're pro- I didn't read any of the press releases. There, there might be asterisks, you know, the old yeah. asterisks. Um, well, anyway, um, do you have anything else to talk about for uh, this episode? Of course, we'll have a whole year if anything else comes up with any of these devices to chat about them. Yes. Um, no, um, I have nothing else to add. I just need to go figure out which things I'm going to buy and when. I'm going to buy them all, but I may not buy them all on day one. Gotcha. Well, in that case, uh, let's wrap up this episode so we can all get back to uh, configuring our devices and figuring out what, if anything, we're going to buy. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog, we are at the weekly review. Oh, and on Twitter, we're that also. Um, and you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you'd rate or review the podcast. It helps new listeners find us. It helps us find new listeners. And no matter how you contact us, it always makes us smile to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got to do You'll think about them all In the weekly review The weekly review